about... Let's talk about Halloween. As of tonight, you have just four days to find your inappropriately sexy costume. Whether it's sexy Barney the Dinosaur, or a sexy candy corn, or, as Playboy's website recently featured, and I swear to you this is true, a sexy John Oliver costume. That's right. That is an actual photo of a human woman dressed up to look like a sexy me. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. That's the only way to be sure. There is a separ- there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. Serious? Go. All right. So, episode three hundred and twenty-five. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so. what it says on the thing. So. Yeah. I don't know if I did that right. <clears throat> all right. We're so, three hundred and twenty. All right. So we've suffered through another election. Fuck those guys. Moving on. Uh, it didn't surprise me. No, it didn't surprise anyone. But it, all that tells me is that okay. Republicans are in charge. Fine. Um, yeah, do something with it. They're not going to do anything with it. It no. is going to be the most useless Congress ever. I watched John Oliver. I know. Yeah. Nothing's going to get done. And you know, this is going to be my cynical, nothing's changed in 25 years. No, but this, years, is, so. this is a little different nothing's kind of gonna nothing happen. is going to Because they don't want to give him a victory. And, and that's... Exactly. They don't want the Democrats going into the twin into 2016 with any type of, you know, positive spin to it it'll be all so you know it's, it's gonna we, have, have, we weren't able to work with him blah 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 oh blah. but he said he's looking forward to working with them but if they're gonna try and repeal the health care law he fought for it fuck you yeah so maybe maybe pass some amendments to make it work better if whatever parts don't work well thing. i don't they're know just, they're just not interested in making no, anything but better. they're damned Assholes. if they do and damned if they don't this is like the definition of yeah of that phrase because if they help him then anybody running against a republican that sided to help a democrat is dead in the water yeah and if they don't do anything everybody's going to say these fuckers, they had control of the house and the Senate and they didn't do shit. Yeah. And I want somebody to like, just come out and say that you ain't done shit. Mother would be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like someone who decides that they don't want to run again or anything like that. Some old timer. Yep. Who's just like his last speech. You know, I could, I could like literally. And then he like picks up the mic. Boom. Yeah. I could see, um, um, Oh, who's the Saturday Night Live senator? <laughs> All of them? No, no, no. The one that was actually on the show. Al Franken? Yes. I can see him doing it and get Not away yet. with it. Not yet. He just got reelected. No, no. But like, he, yeah. And then he can keep running. He could say that because he's a comedian. Yeah, that's true. And he's from Minnesota, so they'll put anybody in. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to yeah. see 
who the government they, do absolutely nothing. Well, for it's us. Gonna, with the next election, it's going to be very interesting to see who the Republicans pull out as their, you know, the, the ticket winner. The only it's going to be Jeb Bush. They don't have a choice. Yeah, it's going to be Jeb Bush. He's the only one that I can see having any type of of hope. Yeah, but he's going to be he's not going to be conservative enough for a lot of people. And those are the noisiest people. Yeah, and Hillary's not going to be liberal enough for a lot of people. You know, she can't be. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. I think we should, get, we should just get rid of the parties and you run on your own platform. It's too much money. It's all about money. Yep. Yeah, anyway. it's going to come to a head at some point. We may be old and gray or by that point. But it's going to come to a head, and there's going to be a generation that isn't going to put up with that shit. We'll see. I hope. I hope there's a some kind of revolution. Nope. Not never, a violent one. But, never going to you know, happen. What if nobody voted? Wouldn't that be amazing? Would never happen. 37% of the uh, available voting population voted in this election. It's also midterm, so that's... Yeah, but that's nobody. the lowest turnout yeah. ever. So it's like the people that went out and actually voted, whether whatever party, regardless, they got the the government that they voted for or or didn't for whatever. But the people that didn't vote, the, you know, 60, you know, I forget what number I said, percent that didn't vote, they get fucked because they didn't they didn't have any they didn't exercise their choice. What choice? The choice to fill the circle, no. but I, you know, I honestly think that um, you should election day first. The whole thing's got you don't need to go to a polling place. Yeah, you should be able to do it electronically. You should be able to call. Yeah, you have your social security number. You use that. That there's your voter ID right there. Yeah, if you're a citizen, you're allowed to vote. You have a social security number. That's it. Yep. Call it in. Text it in, whatever. Fill out the form. I there are contests online that don't allow me. Yeah, to vote more than once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's like yeah. little stuff. I don't know. I don't know why we can't why we can't vote on our phones. Because then you'd have people voting on breaks at work. Because there's a lot of retail people that they can't get the time off, and then they can't get home, and then the. But they have to get time off. They have to be allowed time off to vote. Yeah, but how many are afraid to ask for it? Right. <clears throat> but everything should every every store half day. All the stores open at noon. Everybody votes between eight and twelve. You want to be in that line? Well, yeah, that wouldn't. That, no. Here it's no problem. Oh, I got a fucking voting story. Okay. They moved our voting place because there's no parking at the high school, the junior high, sorry, middle school, because they're going to tear down the one and build another one next to it so they can keep it open and not have to ship them to another city. Um, So we had to go vote in a church that I couldn't find, but there was clearly a sign, so I could have followed that. So I I get there. (laughs) Show me a sign. It took a minute. It was on a road that I didn't know was a road. Because uh. I'd never gone down that part of the Peabody. Um, and I get there, and Ellen gives her name, uh, address, and, and then name. And they, they okay, good. And I give I give my name, and they're like, you're not on here. I'm like, fuck you. And then I got pistol whipped by a cop. 
Really? No. I wasn't on there. I'm like, uh, what? And I'm like, well, I didn't vote in the primary because I totally forgot about that because what the fuck do primaries matter right. the, it, for local government? Right. I, I should have voted, but I didn't. Um, I voted in the important one. But Ellen didn't vote either, but her name was on there. Interesting. So they called the <clears throat> city hall, I guess, and I was okay. Somehow my name just didn't get printed. It was between pages. Ah, uh, yeah. But the funny thing is the guy, the, there's a state trooper that lives up at the corner, and he is one of the guys that's always there doing names. He yeah. always volunteers. I was on his paper. I said, oh, I see how it is. I can't get a ballot, but I can cast a ballot. That's pretty tricky. And he, he starts <laughs> laughing because, like, I'm not going to be pissed about right. it because I filled out my piece of paper. Everything was okay. Yeah. I wasn't unenrolled. So it was a mistake. It wasn't, it wasn't voter suppression or anything. But I had a little moment there where I'm like, wait a minute. But what does it matter for local politics? You know? Did you see the John Oliver thing? On legislatures and stuff like that. Was that last Sunday? It's the most Sundays? recent one, yeah. Did I watch Because he talked about how useless this Congress is going to be and where real yeah. change is happening is in state legislatures. Yes, I did. Really, I did really that. interesting. Hilarious. Yeah. He's, really funny. He's really spot on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the election. That they reelected Louis Gomer. When I saw it, it was 77% of the vote for him. However, that was only 103,000 people. So there's only 103,000 retarded people in Texas. No. The others are still trying Come at to, me. That's the, the others are still trying to register to vote on their if, coloring books. If you did vote for Louis Gomer <clears throat> just for the comedic aspect of the shit, he says, oh, more power to you. Yeah. He doesn't affect me whatsoever. Right. So. Anyway, there was other big news today. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Did I go to the movies this week? I did. What did I see? I saw Fury. You, we talked about it. Did that. we talk about it? We Loved did. it. Good. Yes. All right. Um, should we talk about the other big news that happened today? Is it big news? It's, I, it's it is. news. It is. I think it's big. I think it is big news. Come on. We've been waiting for this. Here's why I think it's going to be big news. I, will you go through that? I'll let you do that part. I'll tell you my part after. All right. Um, so they announced the the title subtitle title of um the new star wars movie episode seven the force awakens mm. and i have to say i have to say i like it mm. i like it i didn't like any of the prequel titles well revenge of the sith when that came up on the screen i'm like all right that makes sense but attack of the clones was like mm -hmm. this one uh, see the attack of the clones made me think there was gonna be a lot more war shit like yeah. good shit going on um but i'll tell you i like the force awakens think about it it's 30 years later Okay. Yeah, all but the it should, shouldn't it be reawakens? No. Yeah, because it's already been there. We watched it through thirty years of movies. The force has been there. Yeah, I know, but it's asleep and it wait. Do you reawaken every day? I mean, it's a matter of semantics. I know. I'm being all a right? dick. I yeah. know. I am. I, um, I know what I'm. But doing. I, 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 I got to tell. You, I like it. You I know what? It that, could refer to in a specific character, so that's fine. I just, yeah, I just think fine. that it's, it's one of those things where you know the Jedi are all gone. It's an old ancient religion. Blah blah blah. At that point, stories, what I would say would make sense. You know, what? not 18 years later. You don't, you don't call it ancient religions. 18 years later, you know. 18 years later is, hey, remember that shit that went down? Well, oh, was how, it that well, long ago? <laughs> long ago, yeah. I mean, but it's, I don't know. I like the title. 
I think it's it'll uh, grow on I me. think it'll I think it works. I I like it a lot. So here's why I think they released the title today. You think the teaser's coming out this weekend? Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow I Big Hero that. Six. I could definitely see that, yeah. Yep. Yep. Do it. Fucking do it. Yeah. Because you can't premiere it on a Warner Brothers picture. No. Because that would... you just can't. They own they own DC. That's the Marvel rival company. Yeah. And Marvel and Star Wars are now like brother and sister. We'll call Marvel the sister. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if there was... Because uh, I'm going to see that tomorrow at some yeah. point. Tomorrow night. Well, you know, as so- I'm thinking if there's a trailer on it, then we'll it's know a, then it's two hours. Then it's a te- well. Actually, we would wait. We would have known by now because they were seven, seven o'clock eight, shows, eight o'clock shows. Unless they did it just for the midnights, maybe, maybe, but it might not be. I don't know. I don't. Know. It'd be nice if it was. It could actually. Oh, but if see, they did it, they, they could do it just for the midnights. That would be huge. Yeah. But who's gonna go to a midnight of on a on a, th- on a kids movie on a right. Thursday in November? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could. I mean, is is Disney putting anything else out? Oh, they're doing Into the Woods, aren't they? Yeah, might be on that. Yeah, yeah, they put it on that. When is that out compared to um compared to The Hobbit? Do you know? Is it is Into the Woods Christmas Christmas Day? Let's Hobbits on Christmas, right? I thought it was a week before. I don't have a box office mojo widget. What am I doing? <laughs> IMDb that shit. Yeah, I was telling. I was telling Frank because now I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> this morning, I'm sick, and I'm so sick that when I went to throw out the coffee filter, I threw that out in the trash can, and then there was some coffee left over from the day before, and I proceeded to pour that into the trash can as well. <laughs> so. This 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 show could get interesting the more tired I get. Uh The Hobbit is Friday the nineteenth and Into the Woods is the twenty fourth. <clears throat> On a Thursday. So I don't know. It's gotta be one of those two. It's it's gotta be. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. I I don't know. Anything else happening? Um, 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 um. Because it hasn't been that long since we did the last show. Yeah, no, it's only been a few days. Uh, I'll be honest, I got nothing. (laughs) Um, No, I'm really excited about the new um, the new title. Be honest with you, it's it's good. Um, I've been watching um, Sherlock. Okay, which is great. I got to tell you, the end of that second season. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, really, really great. Really, really wonderful. I really liked it. Um, uh, what else What else have I been watching? I'm, I've fallen behind since Ellen was sick. Oh, I, I kind of held back see watching stuff. Gotham this week? No. No. That's the one with Zaz, right? Victor Zaz? Yeah. Yeah, I did not um, watch that. I got to tell you, I was kind of like... It was almost as though they wanted to get to this point at the end, okay? Like, where they wrote the show with the end oh. in mind first, and then it's just like, okay, like, let's yeah. shoehorn in all this other shit, and then just sort of, not really retcon stuff, but right. like, oh, that's why this happened. And this is supposed to be a big reveal, but it felt sort of cheap and retarded. So, yeah. um 
I mean, I'll still watch the show. It's fine. I just, it's just kind of like one more little, oh, okay, it's this turnaround. Oh, it's this. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like on the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies where every 20 minutes you're just like, oh, this one is double-crossing this one, but it's really a double-cross of this one. Who's really working uh, with this one? Who's really working with this one? It's just like, ah, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I You you can tell sitcoms, too, that are that are written around the, the yeah, final But you joke. know what? The, but that's fine because, A, yeah. it's a sitcom. And oh, there yeah. have been, like, there was an episode of Modern Family where you know that it was written toward the end. They have where to, all they, they wanted have to, to do is, them is show, yeah. you know, like, okay, we have the punchline. Let's write the joke. Um, yeah. So and but for a sitcom that's fine, but um, to do the I just it just felt like a lot of a lot of work to get there and it's mm. I spent a lot of the episode going, oh really like really, so not, and then there was no good there was no flash this week right uh I don't think unless so. it wasn't on demand yet but that shows on Tuesdays right there was I know that they canceled a bunch of stuff because or pushed it back because it was election day so all the news coverage yeah would be... so maybe that's what yeah. um, maybe um that's what happened to flash this week but Marvel the Marvel Channel uh showed a retrospective of the 75 years of Marvel comics oh that's cool that was all right I like that they showed a scene from uh Agent I gotta Carter. find I gotta find the rest of season one for shield and <clears throat> catch up with season two oh uh, okay so if uh we could talk about that at some right point. so what are you looking at um I there was a thing on Facebook that said the yen is at the lowest dollar amount uh, versus the dollar mm-hmm. since 2007 really yeah so I'm gonna check out hobby link Japan later because they sell stuff from Japan, and uh, yeah, okay, they have some really nice models. Oh, hey, I have to say, um, kudos to Amazon.com customer service. Okay, because I was doing the trial of Prime. <coughs> and, oh yeah, did uh, you I, did you say this stuff on the show last week? Did or I? You I told might me. Have. I think Go I, ahead. I don't know if I told you, That's but right. this will repeat it. Um, I accidentally paid for Prime, and then I sent them an email real quick. I'm like, hey, I thought I had a couple more days, and they gave me my money back, like, within an hour. That's nice. I was like, nice, all right. Oh, an hour? I didn't know it was that quick. It was really quick. Nice. So, I mean, like, when you see the 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 charge and the refund on your bank online, like, in the same day, yeah. and I had talked to them, at, like, I had sent them an email, like, that, like that evening. So uh, okay. it was within maybe not an hour, but huh. a few hours because it was all on the same day. And I think I hit them up at like eight thirty nine o'clock. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's that. Tomorrow night I am meeting a friend for drinks. I have um, known this woman since we were five years old. Wow. Uh, been good friends for over 40 years. She was my first girlfriend. Uh-huh. so yeah so it's gonna be fun to hang out um haven't chatted with her usually we we get together like you know we i don't know every couple of years or so and usually i talk to her once a year i've known this she re- is literally my oldest friend <coughs> and um i know that her birthday falls in somewhere between the 18th and the 21st 22nd of november and i've never really ever been able to nail it down <laughs> Um, but I always call her 
in and around those days. Okay. So I'm either always a day or two early or a day or two late. Yeah. And um and I've purposely like not put her birthday in my phone. Ugh. So I just know that okay, kind of around the middle of November I'll give Sue a call and right. and say happy birthday. So it'll be fun to get together for drinks and hang out and catch up and nice. all that. So that's been um that'll be exciting. Yeah. Where are you going for that? Uh just Texas Roadhouse. Oh, okay. That place so, is interesting. Yeah. So I think I don't know uh, if I would classify it as good because I've only been once. It's okay. I'm actually going to I'm going to actually not eat a lot tomorrow so that I can, you know, maybe get, get drunk. Like a, yeah, get yeah. like a <laughs> No, just like get a meal, get a good oh, meal, okay. you know. Um just don't <laughs> spend all my calories then. I got you. I so, got you, yeah. yeah. Um and then we got that thing Saturday morning. And we got that thing Saturday morning which I am also very excited about. I really hope I don't sleep through it. Don't. I've been I've been it's been rough. You got to go. Sleeping's been rough. You got to go. What time is it? 10. Okay, here's what what's going on. Our old boss is coming back from uh not she's back upstate but she's New York. visiting from New York and she wanted to see everybody, so so she demanded that we get together. And she's pretty much the only boss I would actually say, yeah, all right. Yeah, she you can be not only one the only like former boss, like probably one of the only people, you know? But yeah. she's also one of those people that if she called us and said, "Hey, I need X." Yeah. <laughs> you know, there aren't a lot of people for whom I would just sort of drop everything and go help, you yeah. know? There's yeah. you know, probably fewer than 10. So yeah, um, it gets smaller every month. Yeah, yep. So, yep. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward. It could to that. be. Yeah. What did I ask already? What time it was? You at? did. And you it's did a, ten you o'clock. Said 10? Yeah. Right. You want me to call you? You need a wake up call? I'm or? gonna. I'm gonna. I don't have my phone in here. I'll set a reminder. All right. So I got this book, Tarkin. Um, really? Let me see. It. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, it's the first in the new literary canon. Really? So I could be wrong about that. But I did like the book uh, Death Star. It got a little contrived at the end. Um, and I think I have the one about the Millennium Falcon, maybe. They should do an auto, they should do a biography, like biographies of these it's people. That would be really of, interesting. Yeah. Do I, I thought I had, I have Darth Plagueis, which I haven't read yet. I, I really want to read that. I got halfway through Death Troopers. When the fuck do I have time to sit down and read a book? I don't. I haven't bought physical books in a while. I just keep buying them from my phone. I swear I had that Millennium Falcon book. I'm sure it's around here somewhere. I don't know. I stopped buying books for a little while. Yeah. Huh. But I got this one, and then there's two more that were announced at the same time, so I have those on order. And I finally got my six-inch Darth Vader. So I'm all set there. I got all those guys. I had this price alert set, so when it hit like a, an amount I would pay for, not oh, really? fifty. Is that on Amazon? Yeah. Can you do that? Is that a Prime thing, or can you um, just do that? No. I, what I did, I have this site here, and it's it's like here it's for like toys and some other kind of stuff. It's uh, what's it called? Now in stock. So for the Black Series, it goes down, and there's all the. So like it showed up as green, and I just clicked it and I uh, bought it, but. You can, there's a bunch of other stuff. I haven't actually looked at the thing a whole lot. I base, I first started with this site. I found it because I was looking for one specific Monster High character for the girls. Oh, yeah. And uh, I ended up finding two of them at a Walmart in Lynn, wow. which was amazing. 
Um, so this thing wasn't helpful for that. But um, there's another website that I use. I take my wish list and I import it into Camel, Camel, Camel. And you can set um, like a price difference for each one. So like if, if I wanted to buy this hard drive here when it dropped to 100 bucks, then it would send me an alert for it. Right now I just have it so like like I have one new alert today and it's probably that stupid wine rack that's always on there. Um, oh, no, so the uh, the Xbox One uh, dropped by fifty bucks. All right, so are you Xbox or are you PlayStation? So because like for you know when I finally start doing that, yeah. I know I, I've asked this question a thousand times. Yeah, I have a PS3 and a 360, and I have two games for the PS3. Uh, I don't know. Something about the Xbox is just, I just like it more. It's all preference. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, but I have games on Xbox live that I would hope would, could carry over yeah. or account information and stuff like that. The, the PS3 is great for streaming, but we have the Roku now with Plex. Yeah. So the PS3 is an amazingly good Blu-ray player cause it's always updated. So it's always, you know, it plays Every disc. Yeah. I haven't had an issue yet. I um I saw this. I didn't read the article because I was looking for something else, but I saw it in the search. It said um, Roku is better than Apple TV, but it doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Yep. You know it's really funny. My um my Apple TV remote um will also control like iTunes on ah. my computer. Yep. So. When I have my computer in the living room, um, and I'll go to do something on Apple TV, like uh, so, basically, I end up starting and pausing music on my computer, <laughs> like even when it's closed. It's funny. Uh, that's that's good. I thought I oh I got to order a bottle of this stuff. Did you know the Bella Lugosi's family has a uh, a vineyard? I did not. Neither did I. Red wines? <laughs> yes. And he's on the label. It's $50 for a bottle. But I don't think I can have it sent to Massachusetts. Yeah, I don't know if you can do. Not until January or February. I think that's when the Cappies lost the fight with. Um, I forget where it's shipped from. It's a Salta Malbec. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um. But it caught my attention because of, you know, whose family it is. That's kind of cool. Oh, Argentina. That's where it's from. So I give it a shot. I like wine. As do I. As do I. I find myself cooking with a lot of wine lately. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just because I'm drinking. Is it, it, like, a, is it like, like a Julie Child? Just a little in the pot. A little in me. So, uh so yeah. we uh we have our anniversary on Monday, and I was gonna like go to like the chart house on the wharf, and, like yeah. the aquarium, do something fancy, yeah, and um and schmancy or just fancy. Well, I don't know if you could call that place schmancy. I think it's just fancy. All right. So, um, but then I I was I was looking at it and I'm like, dinner will cost us like three hundred dollars. That would be a lot of money for a dinner. That is, and it's our thirteenth anniversary. We're forty two years old. Numbers, blah blah yeah. blah. And I'm like, I'm gonna ask her if she really wants to go there. She's like, and, and this is this is what's great because like we could get dressed up, get all fancy, get all sloshy, drunk, 
and then walk around the aquarium and yell at their IMAX theater and shit. Um, <laughs> go in and watch the penguins poop on everything. Um, and I'm like, do you, do you want to go there? I said, because there's the, um, the art bar. Um, there's another Bambara. Like, we could park at the museum yeah. for free and walk if it's not freezing cold. I heard we're getting Arctic blasts coming. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> this is what's great. She's like, I don't need to do anything fancy. I have gift, gift cards for the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> She's like, we can do that. I'm like, do you want to go to the one at Cambridge side then? And we can still go into the city. Because I didn't want to do a chain restaurant. I wanted to do, yeah. like, you know, fancy. Yeah. Fancy. <clears throat> but the price, one time, that's fun. When we were in Vegas in 2010, um, that was our ninth anniversary. I like the number nine a whole lot. Um, we went to this restaurant in... Fuck. Planet Hollywood, was it? There's a big Where were casino I? thing. I forget. <sighs> Hold on. Uh, uh, it, it shouldn't be too difficult to find because I did a Google search to find it in the first place. <laughs> um, I'll just type in Vegas steak. Let's see. It can't be called the steakhouse. It could be. Hold on. The Steakhouse in Circus Circus. Hmm. It was really, really good. We had I Ellen is not really a fan of red wine. Um no, that's not it. It actually had like almost like pinup um or or nude art on the walls. Um nine, it's not nine. No, it wasn't Gordon Ramsay's either. <laughs> huh. But um they had this red wine that I can't find anywhere that was the best red wine I've ever had. Hmm. Cause I think I think my brother and his wife um Stayed at Planet Hollywood. And we were walking around. Strip House. That's what it is. Uh, it's close, right? Yeah, sounds good. So. What was that? Was that you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, strip House. Menu. Come on, this is fascinating to listen to, isn't right, it? Right, great radio. Um, I had, I had a steak, and there was like a a cream spinach thing that went along with it, and it was the heavy. Like I got gout from this tiny little portion they gave me. It was that heavy. <laughs> um, it was amazing. Um, oh well, I can't find it now. But I'd love to get an actual menu. But so, like, we we did something like that was different. That was a a different kind of you know place. And there were nudes on the wall because it's called the Strip House, mm. and I think it was next to um, I think it was next to a, a strip club too on the top floor. So it was fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, and I wanted to do something kind of like that. But 
we don't we don't have to. Well, you know? It's very cool. It sounds. <clears throat> I hate this. Something's wrong with my browser. Where when I try to open stuff, it says it's not available. See, it says trouble connecting. Make sure you enter the URL correctly. Ugh. But anyway, it was nice. And when we left, we were full, and that's important to me. Because you should always be full when you leave the restaurant. But it was like it was—it's like dark, and see the all the different pictures on the yeah. walls. Like all the frames are real close together. Um, New York, New York, uh, New York City. Yeah, there's a lot more nudes in Vegas. I think that's a bumper sticker. Yes, but the thing, like I, when we got back, I emailed them. Um, because I forgot the kind of wine it was, and they 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 wrote back, and it was the right one. Nice. I was very I was very happy with that. Let me see if they still have it, because I'm going to try and find it. <laughs> this is doing all my research on the show. Yeah, this is great. This is anytime. Stop me anytime. That's fine. Um, white, red. Oh, I'm sleepy. I have to go to court tomorrow and drop off some papers. So. Any kind of special paper? Um, it allows me to do my Donald Trump impression. That's about it. So. <laughs> Is that followed by out of a cannon into the moon? <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was great. This place had uh, amazing wine. So whatever. Today's episode is brought to you by some fucking bottle some of wine. Fucking bottle of wine. <laughs> It's a great fucking oh. bottle of wine. It was all grapey and shit. It was delicious. Like, look at, like, I'm still scrolling down and there's still stuff here. Hey, I got a text from Amazon telling me that my package. Wow. Holy shit. This wine list is immense. That's what they said. Wow. I ordered some stuff from Amazon the other day. That's all right. I got my shit. It's going to be here tomorrow. You want to know what I ordered? You ordered some Bella Lugosi wine. I wish. No, you did not. Um, I ordered two um, 100 CD CD case holder things. Mm-hmm. Um, those vinyl looking CDs, yeah. the 45s. I ordered 100 of those. So what I'm going to do is the, the, I don't know, did I talk about this on the show? I think so. A musical education yeah, for the for girls. The kids. Because I figured if I got like a 48 and a 48 for each of them, it's full. They can't add to it. Right. So I'll give them 50. That'll last them like two days. <laughs> and then what I thought would be best is then they can say, all right, I like this album, this album, and this album. And then I can be like, all right, well, here's more like that. And then they can build their taste based off of stuff from all the way back from like, um, um, what's his fucking face with the guitar? That guy. That guy that, yeah. that sang about Johnny. Um, Johnny be good. Yeah. Chuck- Marty McFly. Yeah. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Chuck Berry. Um, all the way through to whatever new shit. I came now. across as I was putting the shit away. I came across handwritten lists, and I literally remember the day I made these lists. It was I, I don't remember the date, but it was definitely like September or or October of 1986. I was procrastinating and blowing off a class. um, (laughs) And I went through, I had, when I was 16 (coughs) years old, um, a present that I got, what is that saying? Why is that? 
Restore windows. The application oh, mail, mail was forced to quit okay. while trying to restore its windows. Don't restore windows. Okay. Just open. So when I was 16, I got for um, a birthday present, I got um, the typical 80s boombox. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started, um, I would keep, and it had, um, it had the two. The, the t- oh, no, the it didn't double? have the two tape oh, things. Okay. It had the two um, in the back. You could store tapes. Like oh. it had a little like pop out drawers where you could put extra tapes. That's some fancy so shit, right there. One in the middle, and then two in the chambers. Yeah, you know? like one in the chamber, then two, you know, ready. All right. So, all right. Um, so what I would do is I would keep a blank cassette in it, and then when I was listening to the radio. Because that's how we did shit back then. Yes. Okay, you had to wait unless you were going to buy a whole fucking album. Okay. This is um, the email I sent them. Holy shit. Why are you showing me a four-year-old email? That's amazing. Because I don't delete shit. And it's also literally exactly four years ago. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Wow. That's fucking weird, It's the man. sixth. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Wow. That's I knew real, there was I knew That's there was really, really fucking weird. Yeah. Right? I don't have the answer, though. I want to know the answer. Dude, but still, you looked at something four years old on the exact fucking day. Wow. Remember, remember this, 6th of November. Can we I got mine? drunk. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Sorry. So anyway. You brought it up. I know, but fuck. <laughs> so, um, so I would keep a, um, a blank cassette in there, and then I would just hit. So it was miscellaneous one, miscellaneous two. They went through miscellaneous, like all those cassettes. And I'm talking from the time I was 16 until the time I was about like 18, 19 or so. Okay. All right. Okay. Front and back, both sides of um, music that I liked. So it's like through the 80s. Okay. Um, and so I found the list because I went through and I listed every song in order that I had on those. So wow. um, one of the things I'm going to do is go and try and find and compile in the same order my miscellaneous one oh. through, I think it was like one through 22. Like I had 22 cassettes with all this the cassettes are nice, nice. probably you know in my former castle that's being you know guarded by a dragon uh-huh, uh-huh. so um but uh so but i have the lists and if i have the lists i can find you know i can find all the music yeah much of yeah. which i probably have but a oh, lot yeah. of the but a lot of the beauty of it is the order in which it was played right so right. that's that's going to be because that's it i mean it's all kind of chronological you know what i mean yeah. it's going to be cool yeah. I, i'm very excited nice so, yeah, it was it was a really interesting, interesting little archive, yeah. little artifact to find. <clears throat> hey, so, are you going to go see Interstellar? I am. I'm going to see it this weekend. I don't know if I want this to. weekend. I'm going to see. I think I'm going to try and get in three this weekend. Wow. I'm going to see Big Hero Six. Uh-huh. I'm going to see Interstellar, and I'm going to try and squeeze in Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. before that, it gets too long. Yeah, I'll watch. Away. I'll watch that bef- when it comes home. I think so. Um, but I, I definitely I want to see Interstellar. I'm kind of in the mood for like a big long kind of lose yourself or a few. It's two hours forty nine minutes. I'm I'm in the mood for that. What I've been reading about it doesn't. I don't want to hear. Doesn't make I me don't, I don't. I don't. I. I have a. You know, just from the trailers, I've purposely stayed away from it. Um, Nolan's come on. Oh, can we talk about some fuck you quotes from movie people lately? Idris Elbert, fuck you. Um, yeah, Chris yeah. Nolan. I was Nelson Mandela. 
That's no, good. You, no, you weren't. weren't. You were pretending. Your right. job is to pretend. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Adam, now you're a Viking from Asgard. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. And look at the other quality actors who are do- Jack Nicholson. Okay. Fuck you, Idris Elba. Okay. Don't don't. I don't see Robert Downey hype. Jr. complain. I see him standing up for people. Exactly. So yeah, Elba has definitely. I mean, well, he's going so, all Joe Pesci. So he was Mandela. Situation. But he was also a dude in a robot fighting giant monsters. Yeah, he was also on The Office. And he was so. also, yeah, I liked him on The Office. But he was also in, you know, Prometheus. I like him. Don't fuck it up. Right. But, you know, devil's advocate. Maybe he was in a bad mood and they caught him wrong. I mean, maybe he didn't want to do reshoots. Maybe it was actually uncomfortable. Still, though. Look at the check. You're 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 gonna be in the Avengers too. You're in two Thor movies. Everybody knows your name now because of that, right? So, um, yeah. yeah. And then what Chris Nolan said about he's a um, fucking pretentious. Well, yeah. Dickhead. Well, that's the thing. It's just like, you, you, what do you mean? I mean? You don't do that in a real movie. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, like just he's you're, a, you're he's a, an what, asshole. No, you know what? It, it's like don't. I think he's a decent filmmaker. I like. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. Most of the stuff that you he's know done, what you know what he's an amazing cinematographer. A lot of the stuff that he's done, all right. He's visual. His memento. His, his dialogue f- recently from from Batman Begins on is lacking. I just I just think that I think he's a decent filmmaker. But just shut up. Don't be a snob. I think, I think, Don't I think he be thinks, that guy. He think he's. I think that he thinks too highly of Inception. It was not as intelligent as he thinks it is. I think Memento is a better movie. And I think he fucked up Bane. He fucked up Bane as bad as Schumacher did. There, I said it. Yeah. What? Jeez, I don't even remember Bane in those movies. Who was the, who's? That was the one with Poison Ivy. Yeah, I know, but who was Bane? Nobody. Some wrestler dude. I don't remember his name. He was definitely somebody. And I, you know, Good on the guy that did it because he had the body for it. Yeah, I don't remember Bane in that movie at all. Yeah, I don't remember much of that movie at all. With I, wa- I watched it with the girls, and even they were like, this is some goofy-ass <laughs> shit, this Dad. Is bullshit, Dad. Why are we watching this? Yeah, yeah. Um, but watch, I just think can, that, you know... Can you we watch Iron Man 2? <laughs> you, you don't need to be that guy. Don't use... Why are people shitting on other movies? Exactly. Don't... You don't... It I mean, looks like because he's producing a bunch of DC stuff. It looks like fucking sour grapes. It really does. And I'll tell you, you know what? There are lots of movies that have done those little, you know, stingers at the end. All right? Pixar. Pixar. Well, Pixar's Pixar does them with the credits. Yeah, but so I'm, it's a little bit. Yeah, but it's I'm a sure little bit he's... different. No, there are some after after credit stuff in Pixar stuff, if I remember correctly. Fuck it. Who cares? As soon as the credits start, he thinks that's the end of the movie right there. And and, and you know what? He's totally entitled to that. In his movie. And, and he can say, he can say, you know, I prefer to do this. And then that should yeah. be the end of his statement. Instead of saying, oh, a real movie doesn't do that. Fuck you. Because you know what? Yeah. The fans fucking dig it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. They dig it. And I'll be honest with you. The first time I saw it was with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Okay. That was that was the original that, that was, I remember. That was the first one I remember. Yeah. And it I'll wasn't be, the first, but no, it was but it, our, it was yeah, our first. And I'll tell you, it it one. made that movie even even better 
from me because one, the credits were hilarious, and it made the character okay. better. Even totally, there. yeah, totally, and it and it brought you, it brought you kind of into it. It's yeah. just, and it was just yeah. like, oh my god, this is this is funny. You can do stuff like this, yeah. you know, and it told you that these don't have to be the rules, and that's one of the first things that gets you thinking about. All right, you know what? There are some rules, but. Rules were made to be broken. Yeah. So I just so think is that, he so is he shitting on every Jackie Chan movie that has stuff right? going on during the credits. So I I just think that there's no need for him to say stuff like that. No, and he and and the whole don't even get me started with the whole 35 millimeter rollout two days ahead of time. It's like who the fuck is going to show that? Yeah, good luck. Who I mean, has the that? whole industry has been saying get rid of your 35 millimeter stuff. Yeah, and now he's saying, oh, this is how it should be seen. No, fuck you. Did you do digital but effects? You know what, though? If, That's if how we should fucking watch it. They didn't do digital effects. There's digital effects all I, over that. Where page. did I? I read somewhere that there were no green screens. I'm not where talking green screens. I no, mean, but like, no, there's there has to be. There's computer. They said shit that they played that. that they had footage that footage that was shot that would play on the set. So they did rear projection. Yeah, but the space stuff is CG. The no, ships I think may that... not be, but there's no way they built a perfectly flawless mirrored globe. That didn't happen. Where did I? I got to find out where I read it. I'll I'll send it to you. There's, there's, I read, there's I read something about the effects in that movie and that there was no because I saw like there was a thing in front of um some movie that I saw recently. It was just like oh practical effects. We use no green screen, and I'm like I don't know if that's true i don't know how you would do this movie without it so i went because i know that they built huge sets and you know sort of to scale um you know ships and stuff like that but i just um, there there is i mean i i saw the trailer that robot that's walking around with them that's a fucking computer effect so he's a liar whoever said there's they didn't use cg they might have glossed over it by saying they didn't use green screen which is fine yeah i don't care if you use green screen or not but i bet if we go to the cast and crew (laughs) there'll be a shitload of computer people Uh, i don't know i don't i don't him and tarantino visual effects look at all these fucking people yeah Double negative, visual effects artist, digital effects artist, technical director, digital compositor, digital compositor. Don't let them fucking fool you. So no, I just, I gotta find the article. I would I would be interested to yeah, read I'll, how I'll they how they you. work around it because yeah. I, I believe that they would build actual models. Yeah, I, I mean, can Sith that. and clones and and Fan, and Phantom Menace all had practical right. effects yeah. and models built and stuff. Um. What else? Yeah, I I just don't think that you need to crap all over all. Over other movies. Him and Tarantino so. sound like old fogies yelling at clouds. <laughs> oh, 35 millimeters is the way to go. Uh, yeah, it was, bitch, 100 years ago. And, and I'll tell you, and that's, and that's one of those things where if you want to make a movie and have prints made and stuff like that, then it really, it really gets down to, like, okay, who's going to show your movie? Who's, who, who is left Really, to build who's it on a mass scale? Like not, not, but but that's the thing. I mean, it's not even about who's going to build it. Who's going to show it? Yeah, you know, most major chains and even a lot of small ones. Look at Kickstarter for God's sakes. Just like everybody's trying to get into digital thing. Yeah. Not a lot of people Is are. Hollywood being, hits all digital now. I don't know. I think they might have. They might have one thirty-five millimeter yeah. 
you know, projector is still in the building. So yeah, but most places are. And and somebody was saying to me, "Oh, I read that uh, that that you have to see Interstellar in, on film." I'm like, "Why?" I said that it, it was it was it it was you know transferred to digital. If it wasn't filmed digital to start with, I don't know. I, I would assume Nolan shot on. Did Nolan shoot it digital or did he shoot it on film? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Um, but I'm like, you know what? Given the fact that there's no real projectionists at any of those places that might show it in 35, any of the big chains that left one theater, you know, with 90 seats digital, I said, how are they going to be able to thread this thing? You you might have one person that knows what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean, now. that's the thing. Look at look at where where we were. I mean, yeah. When was the last time? When was the last time Gary threaded a projector? I don't know when the final changeover was, but it was between 2008 and what 2010. Yeah. So this is at least four years. Yeah, easily. I haven't threaded a projector in a year. He's, you know, yeah. so, and even then it was just like, because uh, a lot like, of it is so much muscle memory. But yeah, but like what are the theaters going to do? You know, swallow their pride and ask somebody to come back for work for a week? No, I'm sure that there's somebody in there who could do it. Would you? you? Know? I wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't trust them to exhibit the print if they haven't done it in four years. No, it's not my problem. No, so, no. I just but think it's, it's a, a mistake. Stupid thing. I think it's a mistake on the part of. It's a gimmick. Yeah, I mean that. That's the thing. It would end up being like, uh, you know, a smaller house, a, you know, something like that. You know, most that, that movie is certainly not going to make its money because it's on. You know, you're going to see it on film. Most yeah. people are going to go see that movie in a multiplex. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now, uh, it'll make more money on, you know, because of the IMAX. I might actually pay to see it in IMAX. So I'll wait to see what you tell me because I've heard some things and I don't want to say so, anything. But I, get, I mean, I get more interested in, um, you know, the story and all that than I do about seeing it on a big, all sort of vision encompassing screen. So, yeah. um, well, I, I mean, we all watched Batman Begins and we're like, oh, that's actually a good Batman movie. Because what we had before that was the worst fucking Batman movie ever put on film. The Schumacher ones. Oh, yeah. And then Dark Knight came out, and that's Heath Ledger's movie. Yeah. Without the Joker being, Heath Heath Ledger being the Joker and doing what he did, the movie would have been boring. Ledger made that film. Yeah. And then the, the Nolan puts out this other one. And Dark Knight Rises is boring as fuck. I can't watch it. Yeah, there. You know what? What's wrong with that is the way they handled time. I think in that movie, well, is the time, biggest problem. yes, but also like it's like what Blomkamp did wrong with Elysium. The message was just subtle as a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, I like Blomkamp, but Elysium was a little too much. Universal health care. Right. I get it, but and. And this was like, oh, I get your message. Uh, just let me enjoy what's going yeah. on. And there was no enjoyment. There, was, there wasn't there was even a little bit of... Batman was a fucking pussy in the beginning of the movie. Oh, Rach is dead. I'm going to go lock myself away for yeah, eight years. Yeah, he was, Fuck you, you're Batman. He was James Bond in Skyfall. When your fucking parents died, you became a master ninja assassin detective scientist yeah. philanthropist. Playboy, Playboy with Iron Man armor. Um, and your girlfriend, get, who's not your fucking girlfriend, 
gets blown up by the Joker, and you're going to go on a sad quest. James Bond did Jesus it. Why can't Christ. I do it? No, you're fucking Batman. Plus, Eva Green is hotter than. Mm-hmm. But that really, like, like, oh, so he has problems with his knees. Oh, a realistic Batman who has fucking arthritis. Yeah. See, but that's but, but that's where that movie failed. I think it was because the story was not as solid as it needed to be. I and Batman's this... not a realistic character. Batman is Batman. He's a fucking Adonis of a superhero. He never stays hurt he gets hurt yeah that's how he learns to beat his enemies by getting his ass whooped and then he's like oh shit i know how to take out deathstroke now because he beat the shit out of me and i found his weakness his weakness is he gets tired after he beats the shit out of me i'll get him then <laughs> but he's supposed he's not supposed to need a cane yeah yeah that's fine if like that's his fucking secret disguise but yeah. it wasn't yeah he was howard hughes yeah, see, it's and all it was, about story. It was disapp- and I tried. I tried to watch it again. I'm like, I'm going to give this an honest to God another chance. I got past the plane, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. That's it. That's fucking idiotic. They're gonna, you, they can't follow a, a 200 mile long trail of plane wreckage. They, oh, it crashed. No, it fucking disintegrated as it flew yeah. along for 200 <laughs> miles. The wings snapped off, and the fuselage is a hundred miles away from here. Right. I well, if you sit there and start injecting the logic into everything, you got to start asking. Well, he is the person that would inject logic into a movie. That's why I expect it from him, right? Yeah, but even Dark Knight. Okay, go ahead. I love talking about Dark Knight. I'm sorry, because so many there people get a, it wrong. There was an awful lot of shit that the Joker accomplished. Over, I mean, granted, he was. Who knows how long he was setting that exactly. stuff up? Exactly. Yeah, I know. You but can... the whole, the whole, I wouldn't know what to do with it if I caught it. Like, he's a liar, hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh, he's just an agent of chaos." No, he's a fucking brilliant maniac. Yeah, he sewed a cell phone and explosives into a guy's stomach. That's not on a whim. That was a fucking plan. Oh yeah. He had his guys because he had guys. He did have guys. He had guys. Phil. Thousands of barrels of gasoline in two buildings. Well, that's one of those things where it's just like, why did no, I mean, and this is, again, I'll play devil's advocate yeah. here. Why was there no inkling, no little whispers about <coughs> there's this guy who's hiring people to do this weird shit? Because maybe you know? it was like 10 guys over six months. Yeah. You know? that That's one of the interesting things. I'd love to see a sort of, how he did it kind of thing. Yeah, I think I, I I wish not only because, you know, he's a human being and he left behind a family that I wish he was alive, but I wish he could have made another film yeah. with the Joker to show how brilliant he is because he was the perfect foil for Batman who really didn't do any fucking detecting in any of those movies. <laughs> That's terrible and funny. Uh, you might as well. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. You should put, then. Then you should put it in the group. Then that's pretty funny. It's on my Facebook. People know where to find me. Um, but yeah, the whole taking the Joker at his word. Like, why? Why would you do that? He didn't say anything honest in the whole yeah. movie. But you're gonna take that one phrase at face value, right? <sighs> Ugh. 
excuse me. And I don't think it's Nolan per se. It's it's the writer. It's isn't it his brother that does it? That does the writing. Yeah, but you know what? As the director, that's I know. You, everything. It's like he tries to clever it up, and he's not clever. Memento, Every... Memento was most likely a fluke at this point, in my opinion. Inception was not clever. Inception also doesn't mean shit inside of other shit. Yeah, I think that Inception was a little bit um, like, let's make this more complicated. Yeah. It was a little bit. It was too clever by half. Too much. Yeah. So and, um, and I, the st- whole I still, thing. I did like Memento, though. I got to. I'm not going to. I like it. I like the way I liked. I read the script before I ever saw the movie. And um, but that's a small. It was one character driven story. It was. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic. And I got to tell you, reading the script is such a fucked up way to be introduced to that story. It's so fucking weird. So and being able to tell that story visually, um, I I thought was a quite an accomplishment it's a great movie it's one of my favorite movies what other directors are out there that did amazing work in the beginning and then just kind of went crazy at the end like like some of their work is good and then a lot of it is just dog shit when you really look at it george lucas that well yeah he directed two good movies wait no he directed three he did indiana jones i'm thinking american graffiti a new hope lucas didn't yeah Lucas didn't direct Indiana Jones. Oh, Spielberg, Spielberg. directed. He wrote it, right? I get the they names. Came, I get the names on the credits. Yeah, mixed they up. wrote yeah. the. Yeah, they yeah. came up with the. Story so he can together. write. He can write. Yeah, but he writes the stuff he wanted to see when he was a kid. Yeah, you I know, know that's fine. And the, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but other directors who have just see, I don't know, because it's like you know, do there? There's so many moving parts. Yeah, you know, so yeah. like you know, when a director says, "Oh, I wanted to do this, and this sucked because of this," and there's, you know, there's there's studios that get in the way, and yeah, you know, but it's, um, but it's like I, I'll see. S- I mean, you can see a director evolving, and then you can right. decide whether you like that or not. I know that some people um, have looked at Tarantino's stuff and said, "Oh, it's not as good as the older stuff," but I think that. I see a, an evolution in Tarantino's work where early on you see the, the the very, very solid strength of his writing in the dialogue, mm. okay? And as he gets better at what he's doing, um, you see that, that shift in focus, or I think that development in skill mm. um, sort of move toward the visual. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. His characters are a little bit better, but also the movies look better. If you look at Reservoir Dogs, if you look at yeah. uh Pulp Fiction, if you look at um you know, th- those two in, in particular I think are great examples where yeah. they're very talky and they're very clever <coughs> and there's a lot of just sort of standing like Reservoir Dogs would be an amazing play. That's what it should be. Okay. Yeah. It would yeah. be a great play. Um Yeah, you need like three sets. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but then you look at something like Inglorious Bastards, and that movie is just beautiful to look at. Yeah. Whereas there's nothing, there is nothing in 
um, reservoir dogs, that's great to look at. Even Pulp Fiction. I mean, the best, right. the best sort of visual shot in Pulp Fiction is, um, I think, probably the dancing scene. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the most sort of visually fun, interesting thing that he does. The rest of it is all pretty talky. It's standard, yeah. You know, it's talky. Yeah. Um, and then you move into Kill Bill, where, yeah, the dialogue is sort of clever and stuff like that. Mm. Some of the stuff is a little, it's, it's certainly a less clever movie. Well, it's, it is so beholden to its, its, I don't want to say source material, but no, but, source but material. The, the stuff that it that that it's it's. But he's I, he's more emulating the style of Shaw exactly. Brothers, films. and that's where he that that's where the focus was on those. Just yeah. sort of, you know, it was almost like an experiment for yeah, him and yeah. showing those. But I'll tell you, when you get to the end, uh, when you get to the second part of Kill Bill, yeah. the conversations that um, L Driver has with the fucking michael madsen character those are great all right the conversation that bill has with with the bride at the end of it that's like that's That's good stuff that's my favorite of the two you know i like i like part Um, two but again they're still i mean they're visually more interesting and he's gotten more inglorious bastards better even you know Django Unchained. I just watched that again. And you see his filmmaking develop. I think that if you look at his work as a whole, you do see it go from this very, you know, blah, 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 you know, patter, this really quick patter dialogue into into things that are a lot more visual and things that he's taking his time a lot more. Yeah. So um, some of them are, I mean, Jackie Brown. Oh okay. my God, Jackie Brown! There I, is some that movie is probably one of his best movies. I was going to say that's so, that's it's it like for right me. It's, yeah. for me right there. It's a great balance between his skill with dialogue and him now starting to use visuals a little bit better because you've yeah. got more quiet. Right, and that's but that I would was say that his was, first quiet movie. But that was like a seventies pseudo black exploitation film. And he nailed the serious because there's the black exploitation ranges from like super goofy to super serious, and he hit the um, he hit the drama I think the way it the story deserved. Yeah, that movie felt like it was made in 1973. It was I honestly think that is his best one that will stand up as like there's there's no real style that you can look at and say oh that's wait no all right because you watch Django and uh inglorious bastards and kill bill and you're like well that's from that and he that's the camera move but he's from but, here but the and... thing is though he's done that with everything we oh, all yeah. know but that... with Jackie Brown it's like it uh, could be it, it could be, but, but all all art emulates other art you yeah, can look okay, at you there's can look emulating at, no, but, and but, then the, there's, but there's i mean and so and he's never music well, here's and a, camera but, zoom. but you know what though he's never said Nuh-uh. No, I know. He's never I come out. And he's, if anything, he'll say, yeah, I got that from this yeah. for two reasons. One, he, 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 he takes stuff, not because he's jealous of it and he wants to make it his own. It's because yeah. he's just like, oh, I fucking love that. I want to do that. Yeah. All and, right. And that's, and that's, he wants to educate other people. He wants to educate and say, you know what? This is, this is where this came from. And this is why yeah. this is cool. And, and he just, 
because he, he loves no, I, I film. I get that. I get so, that. But I don't think he, I wouldn't say that he, I mean, people go, oh, he ripped this off from there. I don't think he, he rips off stuff at all. Because well, he, see, there's, he there's never a takes it as, as his own. No, no. But if you don't hear a word from him and you see the same like fight sequence or music cues with camera moves or that kind of thing. And it's like, ooh, I've seen that before. Like just at face value. It's yeah, like, but everything. When was the last time that you saw a movie in which you've never seen anything? I mean, now, I mean, but no, film see, is a hundred what some I mean odd is, years old. What I mean is when I watch a movie, I'm not thinking of, Oh, that zoom is you know. Like I watch clones, and, and and there's a there's a zoom in shot on a couple of clones sitting inside one of the Godzilla tanks. It shoots a lightning yeah. ray, right? And I'm like, oh, that looks like the shots from Saving Private Ryan, and it'll pop in my head. But the rest of the whole Star Wars series, I don't have anything like that. Indiana Jones, not anything really like that. With more, more than any other film, Tarantino's like. Oh, that's from okay. Oh, that's the Green Hornets theme, or that's yeah. this. And, and and that's but what's, that. what I like about him though is that he's not afraid to say that. No, but because I think that other what filmmakers you like, take what you like and put your own. He doesn't have. I think he does a style. I think he does. He's, I think he's, I think he does. He's, he's a he's a stew of shit he likes. And I think that he takes what he likes and he makes it his own. He doesn't. He I makes see. he makes it what it is in his own movie. That's what I just said. No, making it your own is putting your own. But the thing spin is, though, you've got a, a hundred some odd years of film. You could take any movie that's on your hard drive. There right is now, only one director okay? that I can say steal shit from other movies, and I could give you a hundred examples. I can't do that with any other director. But you can take, I guarantee you, if you take two movies, yeah, okay, you're going to see, if not the same, then similar shots. I mean, there's just some stuff that has become, this is the way you do it. Yeah. Nothing yeah. has been done first in the, a, over 100 years. Okay. That's so, not, that's, yeah, but it's been done a little different, a little bit different. And I, I think that. There is nothing a little bit different about stealing shots or like entire but, but that's movies. The thing. I don't think it's, I don't, I would not characterize what Tarantino does as stealing. No, you wouldn't. You would. It's not, okay, it's not stealing, but it's not a, it's not his. Okay. Lucas likes dogfights. They don't look like World War II dogfights. They're X-Wings and TIE Fighters. He took exact footage from World War II, but made it into other stuff. He takes Shaw Brothers Kung Fu stuff and turns it into, into Tarantino Kung Fu stuff. There's no, like, it's not, it's not robots fighting each other. It's, it's Asians fighting each other. Okay. There's no, there's no, there's not that extra step. The extra thought in the process of, I love this. How do I make it my own? I, I'm gonna the way just, he makes I'm it his gonna, own is to say, "Oh, I love City on Fire. Let me make Reservoir Dogs." I'm, I'm. We're gonna agree. Always disagree, disagree on this. On yes, this. yes. But Jackie so. Brown is his best movie. Django Unchained was way too indulgent. Django Unchained was a little bit a. It was a little long. He shouldn't have been in it. 
Oh, I don't yeah. like seeing his. Oh yeah, no, his, he his doesn't. Bad the accent only face. thing, no, the the only thing that he was good in was um was Pulp Fiction, and even that's starting to get on my nerves because I don't do coke, so I can't I can't identify with that. What that movie mannerism? No, you like coffee? I like coffee. I'm fucking my wife says shit. I'm fucking and yeah. Um, I'd he's, say he's I mean, my too my favorite. There's a difference between my favorite and what I think is his best. My favorite Tarantino movie is probably Pulp Fiction. Okay. Okay. Um, I had a girlfriend who was way too into that movie. Like, so I it, saw that. I, I paid out on it. I paid to see that movie, like, I was six working. Times. I was working in Burlington when that came yeah, out. No, I paid to see that movie. And I did watch it, like, four times. I liked it. I saw that movie so many times, I saw it on, I think, three first dates. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great sort of litmus test as to who was cool and Jenny yeah. was cool. So, yeah. um yeah, but uh yeah, well, that's the Quentin Kill Bill's probably my second favorite. I mean, I don't hate him. I just would like to see him branch out a little bit. And I don't mean by doing different genres cuz like it, it the genre is interchangeable for any of it. You could set Inglorious Bastards in the time frame of Django Unchained. Have you ever seen, there's a, I really wish I could remember where it was. There was a, um, I th- it might be a college humor video where it's pretty much the scene in the farmhouse at the beginning of Inglorious Bastards. That was, that was, that was with, amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so yeah. good with, um, but he's a, uh, he's a grammar Nazi. Oh Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's, it might be on college humor. It's really funny. Huh. Um, I'm not saying I, di- you know, I dislike him for the shit he says about 35 millimeter uh, versus digital because he's a fucking old man when it comes to that. Yes, you have an expansive collection of shitty movies on, on 35 that like nobody cares about. But when you show him at the New Beverly, everybody goes great, crazy for him. And that's great. Yeah. Because that is his, the movies he shows is like the foundation of outside the cinema. But like, you're 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 saving what you like and that's great don't shit on new movies being digital because i'll tell you and i think this is a point i was going to get to earlier there are no quote-unquote projectionists in the multiplexes anymore true so i prefer digital when the changeover was happening and I was going to revere to see movies i would go to digital because the print was always fucked the print, yeah. the print doesn't get scratched. It doesn't fade. Right. It's not out of frame. The sound just, is always it, it's good. It's just a, I just think it's, there's no need for him to shit on another person's choice of tool, quite frankly. Yeah. You're telling a story, and you know what? I don't care if you tell that story with, you know, red cameras or if you tell it with, you know, puppets made out yeah. of paper bags. On eight millimeter. Okay, yeah. you know? I, you know, or in a fucking flip book. All right. Tell me a good story. Abrams is using film to film. uh, um, What the fuck is this movie called? Uh, The Force Awakens. That's what it is. Um, But he's saying it like that. It sounds (laughs) stupid because it is stupid. Since since Phantom Menace, all of the subtitles are dumb for about six weeks. And then it's like, all right, that's fine. 
Anyway, anyway, I'm just. I'm I think just, it would have been I'm really just funny. Around anyway. I just think it would be really funny if he had come up with a, um, if they'd come up with a title that when it was like when they did just the initials of it, uh, that it would be like, you know, something funny. Yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. right now it's, it's just TFA. Yeah. Too fucking awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Ow. Fuck. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> you just face butt the mic. Oh, shit. We need an R. And then we could have fart. <laughs> Farts. And a, and a leftover W. Fuck the W. <coughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Got rid of that one. Got rid of that one. I got two left. Uh, this one's awesome. Psych. No intro. Howdy there, Chris and Frank. Or should I say, backstabbers? I'm a what? Yeah, you heard me. You guys are some conniving bastards pulling all those dirty tricks on me like that. What the fuck is he talking about? No idea. Well, allow me to explain. First, you lull me into a false sense of security last episode with the birthday song. And then you talk about my birthday on the show, too. Alrighty then. Yeah, so happy birthday to Scott. Happy birthday, Scott, the semi-official third member of the group here, I guess. <laughs> semi-official? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I didn't put anything on his Facebook wall or any of that, so I thought I would save it for the beginning. That was nice. Yeah. I agree, it was nice, but then you sons of bitches go on the news and talk about politics and me as well. Really, I'm not paying attention to presidential politics until 2016. <laughs> Laugh it up, because you know that's not true, Frank. That's a lie. You were on the news, and you were talking shit about me. First, that I would be a bad president. Oh, holy shit, he would be the one of the worst presidents I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have rather had Dan Quayle. I would have been the president of the PTA. Oh. No, that's, yeah, he's an idiot. And as if that weren't enough, you had to start in with the sexual allegations. What, what he did was um, shoved his hand up a woman's dress going for her junk. Yeah. And uh, tried to push her head into his lap. Yeah. Come on, guys. You really think any women I've made sexual advances on are still alive? All I'm trying to say is... I'm not the only one that makes mistakes, you know? For instance, neither one of you know that certain items just aren't supposed to be given to family members as gifts. It's it's a big, thick, like, hard dildo. It's huge. Yeah, I've seen that. Where have I seen that dildo? I think... I don't know. I have it in a box. You know what? I think Julie got that for Olivia for Christmas. Mm. Even worse, you guys seem to always be bragging in the store about all the inappropriate gifts you bought your family. I don't know why you think other families would actually want to hear about that. Because I want all the other parents in the store to turn to me and think, you fucking asshole. (laughs) Besides, it's the free gifts that are the best. Things you can give that don't cost a dime and give you the most pleasure. Yep, it's all great. Putting cream on your face. Putting the cream on the face. It's good for the skin. (laughs) Yep. I I guess my point is nobody's perfect. And I think it's in poor taste to lie about me on the news. The proper answer to who is Reverend Scott is not Fox News contributor and famed prostitute toe sucker. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not the famed whore hound. At least not like Chris. 
He's the one bragging about his quote-unquote prostitute procedures. How'd that feel? They didn't, I don't think they did it right. Well, they're the professionals, so they might. I don't know. The, um, the supports around my balls, I think, were too tight, and uh, they were too close together and too high up, so it wasn't actually grabbing the base of my cock and pulling. Weird. I don't know. Uh, when I'm on the pills, yeah. I just lay there and it stretches me out a little bit. Oh, that's cool. So, that's fine. Of course, you feel like shit after, so. Yeah. So on that note, I bid you adieu. I hope you keep on the straight and narrow from now on. Peace and love, guys. Oh, that's very there's funny. inevitably a penis added in the end there. Oh. A penis in the end. Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Penis. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, so you don't see Abrams running around going, it films better, because I own a theater. Well, he's, like, he's, he's too busy no, make, but he's making not fun a of the Batman, like putting Batman shit in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's funny. Fine. I think that's great. But, but like, it doesn't matter. Right. What, what it's because I don't. Yeah, I just think you don't have to shit on on somebody else for the he you know, has, the tool that they decide to use. Yeah, Nolan makes Interstellar. Tarantino's making Hateful Eight. Neither of those combined with the other like five movies they've made carry the death sentence that a bad Star Wars movie would carry for Abrams. If Nolan made a bad Batman movie, yeah. um. Then we have Dark Knight Rises. Uh, <laughs> I just, I look. This is what happens. Okay, these are two headlines that would happen. Episode seven bombs. Three weeks later, J.J. Abrams dead. Washes up on Jersey Shore. <laughs> no hands, no feet, no eyes. A Wookiee ate him. Anthony Daniels he, came out. He let the Wookiee win. Yeah. Anthony Daniels came out and said that it's going to be better than Empire Strikes Back. Wow. That's a bold statement. If I could take a quote from a Tarantino movie. And that guy is not. He's He doesn't do that. He talks about Star Wars and he talks about how much he loves it. But he's not prone to hyperbole. No. No, that's true. And I got to tell you, you're talking to my 12-year-old self when yeah. you pull that shit. All right. If this is going to be, how how could this possibly be better than Empire Strikes Back? Some of the stuff I've been hearing sounds pretty fucking awesome. It really does. I, I'm fine. I look forward. I, you this, know, this I look bad guy, to it. This bad guy that they, that, yeah. Yeah. Good. I cannot Sith. wait. The rumor... One of the rumors, because I don't know, one of the rumors is he's he's a, a like a Sith historian, or he's obsessed with Sith yeah. history. So like that could encompass thousands of years. Well, of, you know why of stuff. I think that he can make this a little darker, mm. where Lucas didn't slash couldn't. Yeah, because Lucas won. You know, got soft in his old age, wanted to make stuff for kids, and yeah. even though I know the others are quote for kids. But okay. they were seventies kids, so right. yeah, I think a, they're I think yeah. they're equal. I really so, do. Um, but these now, were for nineties kids. Yeah, but but you know what though the the helicopter he, kids. He can do <clears throat> Abrams can do a darker episode seven because the kids have got rebels. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's their Star Wars. You know, here's the sad part. They said that there's going to be a connection between Rebels and Episode Seven. So every episode, I'm watching it like face like as close to the screen as possible. Is that gonna? Is that guy gonna show? Who's that kid? Who's that kid? Because there were a bunch of kids in the latest episode. I'm like, which one of them is going to be in the movie? Who's John Boyega's character? Oh no, he's too young. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, you got to get over that. But I like to figure shit out. What what we what we what we do every week? We watch Doctor Who, and because um, there's usually a mystery they have to solve, yeah. right? So one of the girls will sit with Ellen, one will sit with me, and we'll each have our theories about what's going to happen. Yeah. The first week, I called Nova. I'm like, "Hey, come here!" I said, "That's a bit," and she went, "No, it's not." <laughs> and I went, "You you wait and you see." You sit here next to me, and when I'm right, you tell then them. you'll know. And that's what started the whole thing. And um, they think we're fucking geniuses because we can figure this out. And the tough thing with Doctor Who is a lot of times it's like either a character from decades ago that like I don't remember, or they make it up new for that episode. So, But this season, it's a little bit easier to figure out, which is fine, mm-hmm. which is fine. Will uh, I like I like that they actually pay attention every time I'm like no it's Saturday night you know what that means and she rolls her eyes then she's totally into it like like hands up on the mouth <gasps> oh no like yeah you pretend Ripley gets up next to me and she says dad we should watch a Star Wars movie I'm like oh yeah which boy do you know that likes Star Wars none of them they still have um all of the 35 millimeters the hits really not in the windows in the in the in the ports that probably haven't moved huh so they could have shown interstellar but the studio wouldn't have let them have it oh god no are you kidding me the studio i think would rather us show interstellar in this room <laughs> uh, yeah oh <sighs> anyway um, I got nothing else. We're over an hour. We've done yeah. our job. Yeah. Potential big news coming up in the next month or so. That's all I can say. About what? Stuff. Okay. Stuff that you you and I know about that we've discussed a little bit, but that I can't talk about yet because of reasons. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought there was something else. I don't know. Oh, I told my voter story. I told a long, boring story about wine. I found a really weird coincidence. Um, yeah, elections and Star Wars and all that stuff. We're good. Have a good week, kids. Yeah. All right.
Are you still there? Let's talk about... Let's talk about Halloween. As of tonight, you have just four days to find your inappropriately sexy costume. Whether it's sexy Barney the Dinosaur, or a sexy candy corn, or... As Playboy's website recently featured, and I swear to you this is true, a sexy John Oliver costume. That's right. That, that is an actual photo of a human woman dressed up to look like a sexy me. And the worst thing is, there's more than one photo. I don't know if I've ever been as confused as I am right now. Although, I'm pretty sure that I'm not as confused as Louis C.K. is about his sexy doppelganger. That's also real. Now, at this point, let's agree, sexy Halloween costumes have simply gone too far. But it doesn't matter, because we all know what Halloween is really about. Candy. Sweet sugar treats. This Halloween, Americans will spend $2.2 billion on candy. Although, to be fair... That does include Necco wafers, which might be better classified as coagulated dust. But, <laughs> but is it really fair to describe sugar as a treat, considering how much we eat it all year round? Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day, three times what we need. That's equal to 75 pounds of sugar a year for every man, woman and child in the United States. Holy shit! <laughs> 75 pounds of sugar. That's like eating Michael Cera's weight in sugar every <laughs> single year. And look, whilst that's a little less than it was in the late 90s, it's still pretty incredible. So let's talk about sugar. Everyone loves it. And it turns out that's because we are genetically programmed to. Eric Stice, a neuroscientist at the Oregon Research Institute, is using functional MRI scanners to learn how our brains respond to sweetness. Sugar activates the brain in a special way uh, that's, that's very reminiscent of, of you know, drugs like cocaine. Sugar activates our brains like cocaine. And I've got to say, Scarface would have been a very different movie if it ended with Al Pacino sitting in a chair, sugared out of his mind on baked goods, saying, Say hello to my little Debbie! Say hello! Uh, with, with sugar being so viscerally appealing to us, it's frankly no wonder that food manufacturers put it in everything. And I do mean everything. About 35% of the sugars that, that Americans consume come from beverages. But we're also talking about salad dressings and ketchup and, you know, breads and cereals and crackers. And the list goes on and on, even to beef and turkey jerky. We have no idea how prevalent sugar is in almost everything that we eat. Look at Clamato juice, the original tomato cocktail with clam. <laughs> One serving has 11 grams of sugar in it. So they clearly thought, well, look, let's improve the taste by adding sugar instead of thinking, let's improve the taste by removing the clam. <laughs> and and none, of this, none of this would be a problem were it not for the fact that, as we all know, excess sugar is probably not good for us. Both the World Health Organization and the American Heart Association have warned against the harms of eating too much of it. And some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. This rat is perfectly healthy. Put him in a vat of water and he finds his way to safety every time. 5.2. Now, look at this guy. What he's been eating is the equivalent of a North American diet, complete with all the fats and sugars we regularly consume. He doesn't know where to go. His brain has been damaged. Now, 
I don't think that rat is unable to find the island. I think that rat is saying, f**k that island, there's no sugar on that island. I want sugar. I want sugar. <laughs> That's a Pixar movie waiting to happen, by the way. But, but, but the sweetener industry is not going to take the findings of a wet, confused rat lying down. They are an immensely powerful $5 billion industry who fought for decades to project their products' health benefits. The Sugar Association used to claim their product was a diet aid, with ads positioning it as a cure for the fat time of day, with a woman saying, if sugar can fill that hollow feeling, I'm all for it. Because, yes, nothing says I don't feel hollow inside like a woman sitting alone eating straight from a bag of sugar. The Sugar Association has gotten a little more sophisticated since then. Here is their current president. As it relates to obesity, there's been plenty of science that exonerates sugar, that clarifies sugar is not, uh, does not contribute to obesity or diabetes. Really? <laughs> sugar doesn't contribute to obesity? I'm not saying it's the only culprit, but it's definitely one of the key suspects. Asking what causes obesity is a bit like asking who killed a first-grade class's hamster. Sure, they all killed it in a way, but I think we all know one of them killed it the most. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Kevin. You killed that hamster and you drove your father away. There, I said it. I said it, Kevin. I said it. Although, although to be fair, take him down. To, to be fair, there are some scientists who dismiss links between sugars and obesity. For instance, this guy. We take a complex situation like obesity and we say, well, if, gee, if we could just cut down on sugar-sweetened beverages or added sugars in general, that would solve obesity. And I think that is a very slippery slope and almost certainly wrong. That is Dr. James Rippey, who, like Clamato juice, turns out to contain quite a lot of hidden sugar himself. He's on the payroll of the Corn Refiners Association, the corn syrup people, and at one point he was receiving a $41,000 a month retainer from them. That's half a million dollars a year. For that much money, you'd expect much grander claims than it doesn't link to obesity. He should be saying, my research finds that corn syrup makes you an immortal sex god with x-ray vision. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that corporate money distorts science, but... When researchers looked at two sets of weight gain studies, one group with conflicts of interest like funding from soda companies and one group that was independent, the vast majority of independent studies found direct links between sugar-sweetened soft drinks and weight gain or obesity, and the vast majority that weren't independent found the exact opposite of that. <laughs> Particularly suspicious was a research paper titled I'm So Delicious, attributed to a Dr Pepper. <laughs> but, but look, regardless of whether sugar is terrible for you or the answer to all of life's problems. Shouldn't you at least get to know when it's being added to your food? And to their credit, the FDA is trying to take this on. This week, the FDA is reviewing new nutritional labeling standards, and that may force food makers to not just list total sugar content, but how much sugar they're adding to their products. Yes, the FDA is trying to get an added sugar category onto their food labels, which is fine as long as it doesn't distract them from forcing honeycomb cereal to reveal what in God's name their old mascot was. What the f*** was that? It looked like some kind of tumbleweed made of merkins. But look, being forced to reveal how much sugar you are adding to people's food might seem pretty mild, but there is no way the food manufacturing industry is going to let that happen. The FDA has been swarmed 
with letters from every conceivable product, from the National Yogurt Association to the National Frozen Pizza Institute to multiple representatives of the cranberry industry. Now, cranberries are, I think we can all agree, nature's most disgusting berry. <laughs> cranberries taste like cherries who hate you. Cranberries taste like what a raspberry drinks before its colonoscopy. And, and the, the industry knows it. The head of the Ocean Spray Company wrote to the FDA saying cranberries are naturally low in sugar, giving them a distinctly tart, astringent, even unpalatable taste. Yes, that's the head of Ocean Spray describing its defining ingredient as unpalatable. It's no wonder they want certain cranberry products to be exempted from the proposed added sugars declaration, which is tantamount to begging, please don't make us tell everyone how much sugar we dump on our garbage bog berry. <laughs> but the most revealing plea came from the American Beverage Association, who wrote that if there is to be an added sugar label, it must be measured in grams and not teaspoons, because teaspoons are, and I quote, well, teaspoons may carry an unfair negative connotation that undermines the factual nature of nutrition information. Which is ridiculous. What negative connotation does a fucking teaspoon have? <laughs> Unless you're thinking of an annoying dude at a diner who's always trying to balance one on his nose, or the fact that they used to free base heroin. But ne neither of those things is the teaspoon's fault. The only reason the beverage people want sugar to be measured in grams instead of teaspoons is that people understand what a teaspoon is. No one understands the metric system. <laughs> which is why this proposed FDA food label is completely missing the point. Because if they really want us to understand how much sugar is in our food, they need to find a measurement we can immediately grasp. And that is why, tonight, we are proposing, in the spirit of Halloween, that product manufacturers express their sugar content in the form of candy. Specifically, circus peanuts. <laughs> the most disgusting of all the candies. They taste like an elephant ejaculated into a packet of Splendor. And there is more than five grams of sugar in each one of these horrifying things. So, what we're saying to companies is this. Keep loading your products up with as much sugar as you like on the one condition that on the front of the packaging you display how much sugar it contains in the form of circus peanuts. So, for instance, 64 ounces of Clamato juice has 88 grams of sugar or... 16 peanuts worth. <laughs> a can of Campbell's tomato soup, five and a half peanuts. A package of 20 circus peanuts, obviously 20 circus peanuts. That goes without saying. But we as com consumers must demand manufacturers adopt this measurement. So please, tweet at them using the hashtag showusyourpeanuts. And ask your favourite food manufacturer. Ask them. You ask them to whip out their peanuts and present them to you. And, and if, they, if they say to you, we don't want to, that's embarrassing. Nobody wants to see our peanuts. They're orange and misshapen and bumpy. <laughs> you tell them again, show us your peanuts. <laughs> Do it, food makers. Expose your peanuts to the world. Because if you are going to shove your peanuts in our mouths, <laughs> the very least you can do is tell us what we're swallowing. OK, like that's enough. No more talking.